0: The voice of truth. Thank you for listening to Preaching the Word with Nathan Deitch. The voice of truth. Says do not be afraid. Welcome again to another episode of the Mysteries of God's Word. Today, we're in the very adventurous chapter 14 of Genesis. If you remember from last week, there are four kings from territories that surround the promised land. And they've just finished up a massive raid against wicked kings and giants. Today, we find them in the valley of Sidim. And we pick up in verse 8 of Genesis chapter 14. Then the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, that is, Zor, went out. And they joined battle in the Valley of Sidim with Ketoleomer, king of Elam, Tidal, king of Goim, Amraphael, king of Shinar, and Arioch, king of Elizar. Four kings against five. Now the four kings, Amraphael, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elizar, Ketoleomer, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim, have just spent a month or two subduing giants and wicked nations surrounding the promised land. The five kings of the plains would have certainly heard of Kederleomer and his recent conquests. However, the five wicked kings of the valley were united in their rebellion against serving him, and they went out to meet him in the valley of Sidim. The five wicked kings of the plains were not ready for what was about to happen when they met keter Leomer's battle-wise men who had weeks, if not months, of recent experience in the battlefield. Despite the four kings and their armies' condition from many recent battles and perhaps even battle exhaustion, the four kings led by keter Leomer had the five kings running for their lives picking up in verse 10. Now the valley of Siddim was full of bitumen pits, and the king of Sodom and Gomorrah fled. And as the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, some fell into them, and the rest fled to the hill country. So the enemy took all the possessions of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their provisions, and they went their way. Just a Reminder of the Valley of Siddim, The Valley of Siddim is the southern spillway of the Dead Sea. That's where this event is taking place. It's a plains in which there's very fertile ground. And we also see here there were many tar pits. The five cities of the plains, Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboim, and Zor were all located in and around this area. Now, bitumen pits are tar pits. It's what we would call raw asphalt. And as the five kings are fleeing for their life, some of the armies are falling into the tar pits. The fact that this is notated shows the amount of fear that quickly came over the five kings and they retreated in such haste that people are falling in to tar pits. And we see then that the four kings and their armies went and they looted all of the possessions and provisions of Sodom and Gomorrah, and then they left. It's interesting, it doesn't mention that the armies looted any of the other three cities, Adma, Zeboiim, and Zor. Perhaps the focus is on Sodom and Gomorrah here because of the upcoming narrative on their judgment, or perhaps the army simply couldn't carry any more than the two large cities worth of loot. Whatever the case, the five kings were routed, and their cities were looted for their rebellion. In verse 12, we see they also took Lot, the son of Abram's brother, who was dwelling in Sodom, and his possessions. This is perhaps the center of the story. One of God's people, Abram's nephew, was kidnapped, and he was taken captive. Picking up in verse 13, we see Then one who had escaped came and told Abram the Hebrew, who was living by the oaks of Mimir the Amorite, brother of Eshcol and Aner. These were allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his kinsmen had been taken captive, he led forth his trained men, born in his house, three hundred and eighteen of them, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. So we see that someone escaped the captivity of those four kings. And they must have known of Abram, who at this point had established a very large camp in the area. And they came and they told Abram of the capture of his nephew Lot. And we see that when Abram heard that his kinsman had been taken captive, he turns into a warrior. This word for kinsman again is close relative, it can mean brother or sister. In the time of Abram, there would have been a cultural obligation, according to the ancient customs, to go quickly to Lot's aid, because he was the closest kinsman who could help. And we see that he led forth his trained men, 318 of them. Now the phrase, trained men is the only time this is ever used in the Old Testament. However, ancient Egyptian texts use this phrase to refer to Palestinian chieftain retainers. The context here implies these men had some military training. It also says these men were born into his house. So these men were born into the camp of Abram. They were either somehow extended family or servants that had been born within the camp of Abram, and trained completely under the house of Abram. So they would be completely loyal to the house of Abram in battle. And again, we see 318 of them. Abram's camp had grown quite large at this point to have 318 trained bodyguards to protect his herds and family. And Abram went in pursuit. Abram takes his trained men and goes in pursuit of Lot. Now when Abram gets to the region of Dan, he waits until night. Verse 15 says, And he divided his forces against them by night. He and his servants, and he defeated them, and pursued them to Hoboth, north of Damascus. Then he brought back all the possessions, and also brought back his kinsman Lot with his possessions, and the women, and the people. Here we see Abram using military strategy, coming against his enemy from multiple directions in the dark, and then once he's surprised them, he runs them down for over 150 miles. Abram completely defeated this raiding party that had just subdued most of the surrounding area. After such a defeat, the raiding party would not be coming back for vengeance soon. The historian Josephus says, Abram, on the fifth night, came up upon the camp of the enemy. Before they could arm themselves, he slew some as they were in their beds. Before they could even suspect any harm. And other who were so drunk that they could not fight. Yet they were able to run away. And then we see Abram looted the raiding party that had looted Sodom and Gomorrah. So Abram looted this raiding party of all they had taken, including the women and the people they had made into servants. Most importantly, he brought back his nephew, Lot. That's all we have time for today. Join me next week as Abram is visited by the priest of God Most High, Melchizedek. God bless you this week. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understandings.